This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Hello and welcome to Redefining Success, the show where we speak to passionate people from various fields about their careers and lives, what makes them tick and how they define success. I'm Darshan Johan. Joining me on the show today is Professor Dr. Azar Ismail. He's a Vice-Chancellor at Nila University. He's also an entomologist and was recently awarded the US Alumni Impact Award at Macy's Homecoming Gala 2023. Macy is the Malaysian-American Commission on Educational Exchange. Welcome to the show, Dr. Azar. How are you? Thank you very much, Dash. Uh, I'm fine. Thanks a lot. So... Let's just um, understand your career and your passion a little bit more. Tell, tell me about your early interest in entomology and what inspired you to pursue a career in this field. Uh, thank you very much for having me today, this, this morning. Uh, actually, my career in entomology started uh, when I was really small. You know, I, I came in, uh, coming from this uh, agriculture family you know, uh, where I came from, police. And there were a lot of uh, this. Uh, our house is right in the middle of paddy field, you know. Right. So that's um, attached me to to the, the agriculture area. And then uh, you know, having rice field around the house, you can see a lot of uh, insect and or, or the natural kind of things around, including the botany and also the zoology. Uh, that really, you know, as, as a kid, you don't really have any kind of thing or thought yet. But <laughs> that really in, introduced me to the, uh, uh, you know. In natural environment, and then coming to agriculture college at that time, the college Petanian uh, before it becomes university Petanian. So I was having this 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 uh, program in diploma of agriculture, and one of the subjects was that uh, in pest management, and this professor uh, Professor Yusuf, I think he was one of the professors that I think I enjoyed taking the class because of the. Uh, we were talking about insect most of the time, right? And how to manage it. So that really uh, inspired me to, to, you know, to to look into uh, further into the area of, of entomology, and that's that's how I I become intrigued in you know the insect. I mean later on, uh, besides looking how to manage insect, uh, uh, the diversity of insect, that added you know further add me to the interest in in entomology, you know, especially in the diversity, you know, looking at the various colors, you know. Right. So that, that really inspired me for entomology anyway. Prof, um, you know, entomology sounds like a big fancy technical term. For those who may not be familiar with that term, yeah. what exactly is entomology? Yeah, by, by definition, uh, entomology is, uh, you know, a study of insect. You know, it's a, a, a branch of uh, biology or zoology where, you know, it strictly deal with uh, arthropod, which is a jointed uh, leg, they call it. Arthropod is jointed leg. So entomology per se is basically dealing with, uh, you know, how you study the biology, ecology, and also how to manage the insect. And it's not just on, on the practical uh, aspect of it, but also on the theoretical aspect of it, where I think insect right now become a model where, you know, all other areas also are using the insect in their studies. Uh, you'll be surprised, you know, when people are using this uh, algorithm, they call it SWARM algorithm, uh, to look into this AI, artificial intelligence, and so robotics. So that is a model. They started with, with insect, but then it's, it's spread into other areas uh, of, right. of, of sciences anyway. Yeah. So 
it's very fascinating. You talk about how you know agriculture, or the and then in in, in a wider turn or broader sense, the, the natural world, um, you know, like farming and, and, and nature and all yeah, of that yeah. was sort of a natural part of your your childhood growing up and, and all of that. But how did you get passionate about insects specifically? Uh, it starts from the curiosity. Right. You know, uh, when you look at a certain insect, why they are shaped that way, why they are coloured that way, and then why they are uh, behaving that way, and you, you, you become curious. And then at the same time, you know, coming from agriculture, as you mentioned, uh, I was looking at the, some of the agriculture plants, you know, that, that uh, they have this kind of deform or they're kind of normal compared to normality. Right. So that kind of thing made you puzzle, you know, it puzzle you, what happened to that? And then you would try, start to uh, do a bit more observation and then you start, oh, that's because the insect was the one who was doing it. <laughs> but that was, I mean, the bad part of the insect anyway. Right. But as I mentioned, you know, uh, nature is an ecosystem. That is, they are part of the nature, nature. But their roles there is different from being a pest. To me, insect is, a very small portion of insects are really pests, you know. Uh, but... Major portion of them are just part of the ecosystem. They're playing their own role as a decomposition or as pollinators or as beneficial. So those that are really have, uh, having negative impact on us, it's just a small portion of it. So that is the one that we might want to, you know, having close relationship with human. So we have to take care of that, that, that issue because they are, they're competing with us as far as the food <laughs> is concerned, the habitats and those kind of things. So those are the things that, uh, uh, as, you, as you mentioned, it's more than just agriculture, you know, as far as insect is concerned, you know. I want to ask you the big picture question. How do you define success? What does that word success mean to you? Uh, to me, I think uh, success is something that you, uh, you, you accomplish something, you know. Uh, when I was small, I, won, I had the, the dream of going to the States, studying overseas. But somehow, you know, having being a sportsman, I played too much. And then during the MC, that time, National Certificate of Education, <clears throat> I didn't do that well. So most of my friends went overseas to, to continue their studies, but I had to go to another pathways through the Diploma of Agriculture in College Pertanian at that time. Uh, so that, that is uh, our dream, my dream. But then you, from one step to another, uh, when I accomplished the diploma, and then, hey, I want to go for my undergraduates. All right. So then... When I finish my undergraduate, it's just another another level that I think I think I want to go for it. And then you finish my I finish my masters, and then after that, oh, there's another PhD. So that is something that you know one after another you want you you want to accomplish. To me, that is something personal success. But success is not just for yourself. Mm. You know, it's also community involved pe- right. people who interact. So it's something that you can do something for the community for the others. That is something. When you accomplish that, that is success to me. You know, at, at, a, at a professional level, uh, as, as a scientist, uh, success means, you know, uh, you finish your, uh, your, your experiment or your research, and then you get that, uh, your results published to get published. That is one of the accomplishments, and that is another success. But beyond that, whether all the information that we got from our research, whether they are, can be used by the community, in my case, maybe they can be used by the farmers, or also maybe can be used by the, uh, you know, like uh, ecotourism, you know, you, you know, like fireflies, when you want to look at it. 
or that people like to, to appreciate so much the the how, how the fireflies. So that is something that success to me. You know, that's how I look at it. Absolutely. So, you know, and and you talk about you know contributing to society as a as an important pillar of um, you know sort of um, looking at success and indeed you are someone who has contributed to society and that's why you are US Alumni Impact Award winner at, at Macy's Homecoming Gala right you received the Impact Award talk to me about this award um, and, and what it means to you uh, to tell you honestly I I would never expect this kind of uh, uh, award because to me, uh, as I mentioned earlier, the success is, is just whether I accomplish something. Mm. It's something that beyond that is a bonus, you know. And in this case, this award is something that I never expect. And I, I mentioned earlier that I humbly accept it. And at least I never thought that this is going to be happening. And then maybe people are looking at myself and then, okay, that you have done something. They thought that I might need something for as, as in, <laughs> in the case of award. But whatever it is, I think I, I'm proud to receive it. Uh, and that really, you know, kind of instilled in, in me to, to contribute further. And even right now, you know, having this management, uh, taking this management uh, responsibility, my my heart is still with the insects. And then uh, uh, whenever you see the insect, I see the insect, my eyes kind of bulging, you know, and then you start, you start, talking about it and that's why my kids especially my kids my family uh, many of them are not uh, entomophobia you know I mean they are, they, they, they are, they are maybe they love to look at it and, 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 and some people are quite scared of insects but in our case I, I taught them this is uh, something is part of your life you know and uh, your ecosystem so you have to deal with it and then that, that's what uh, and then I think I, I, I thank you very much for as far as Messi is concerned I never expect, expect it anyway and I know Messi have done a lot uh, as far as um, you know helping our our students from Malaysia to get themselves study in, in, in the US and also uh, get uh, experience in, in the US uh, that's that's I think they are, what have they have done I think is, uh, is commendable and then uh, I hope this really inspired you know many others uh, this award many inspired many others for this kind of award and then contribute to the to the societies in, in Malaysia is concerned. Let's talk about um, these important contributions. Talk to me about your how your work has impacted the Malaysian cocoa industry. Okay, I started. Uh, uh, working on cocoa immediately after I finished uh, Diploma mm-hmm. of Agriculture way, way back in 75, you know. And when they sent me to Mardi, I was, I was a Mardi scholar, so they sent me to Mardi Station in Bagandatuk. Mm-hmm. Uh, that station was dealing with cocoa and coconut. So I have no choice uh, to work on anything on, on, on cocoa. Fortunately, I think, I'm not sure whether it's uh, unfortunate or fortunate because they asked me to work on on insect. I was right. helping. I was helping uh, my research officer. I was that time just uh, assistant, and then uh, they were working on insect. So that really fit myself very well into that that system. You know, um, right. I, I never asked for it, and then they, they just want me to work on it. So that really uh, uh, the beginnings of myself. Uh, you know, beginning to attach attach to to cocoa, and of course. Uh, it started from there, and then uh, when I, well, I continued as my as a research officer over there, or uh, scientist over there. So 
we start looking at what are the problems you know that are facing uh, Coco. I mean, that's how I started you know uh, my contributions to to Coco industry. It's beginning from Mardi, uh, working at that time, uh, there was there were many insects on Coco actually. Hmm. Uh, more than two hundred species were recorded uh, on Coco. Oh, wow. but, but of course, you know, as I mentioned earlier, the only minor numbers of them are, are really uh, uh, fast pests to the to this Coco. But the rest are just, uh, you know, they, they are they're just there. They are just doing, you know, like termite. They are there, but they are de- doing the, a lot of decomposition. And we have a lot of bees also at the same time over there. Of course, they have this hornet, but there's with something passed to us. Uh, but the bees, uh, they are basically pollinating the coconuts. But also there are a few other insects that are pollinators cocoa, you know, uh, which I tell, I can, I can tell you. Uh, so that's how I, I start to begin uh, my, my, my contribution as far as cocoa is concerned. That, that's, that's basically it, you know. I want to talk to you more about, you know, your time at Mardi. What were some of the most memorable experiences or even research projects um, during your time at Mardi and the Malaysian Cocoa Board? The time when I was in Mardi, uh, we, there, the, the past were not that really serious yet, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, this, there was one particular insect which is uh, a, 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 uh, not sting bug, but it's, 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 we call it mosquito bug which attacks the cocoa fruits of cocoa pots. And uh, so I was working on that particular insect. Uh, uh, and one interesting thing I still remember uh, that we have to look at the diurnal and also or daily uh, activity patterns of the, the insect. You know, right. We want to know where, where they, when they are active, you know, so that we, we can manage, uh, we can look at, uh, we can develop and the management procedures for that. So uh, in terms of timing, the best time to, to attack them. So uh, we have to do a 24 hours kind of study. I mean, taking the result for every hours. Right. Uh, the things that I did this this study was in 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 Bentong. You know, it was right. uh, one of the farmers' uh, plots. So we camp out in the in that cocoa plot for two days, and then every hour we have to we have to go and collect the data, see whether they are present or not. The the interesting thing is that because you know you know working in kampung uh, in in the village, and they seeing these people uh, working on that, they say, hey. Uh, one, 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 uh, there was one occasion, the sons of the, it happened to be the Pengulu, you know, the, mm. the head of the village. So the son of the head of the village came to see us, tell us that, hey, uh, my dad wants you guys to come to have dinner at, at his house. I said, oh <laughs> my God, we're going to miss our data collection, you know, <laughs> one, 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 every hour. So that's the time we start to think, oh, okay, someone has to go first and then, and, but, you know, we have to be, to oblige, you know, this, right. this old man. So I said, Okay, some people have to go, to go first, and later on, other, the other group, their group. So that is something that uh, uh, really, really keep me, you know, thinking, oh, how did we manage that, you know, camping in the cocoa field and then yet manage to to do that? Right. So that is one, another thing. Another area I think, I think which is more fun, I was working on the fireflies uh-huh. uh, one time uh, along the Perak River bank, and then which is... is it's astonishing, you know, when you look at the the flashing of these fireflies, it's like a Christmas kind of night. And then, uh, you know, same thing we were doing, trying to see when is the the most active time, you know, the best time to see to 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 watch the the, the flashing, and uh, starting from beginning early 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 evening until in the morning. But you know, taking when we were camping on the boat <laughs> in the river, <laughs> yeah. so it's not on the river bank, we're, right. on, the, we're on the boat. So we we thought that. Why you want to waste so much time? You know, in, well, why are you waiting for the next next data collection mm-hmm. time? So that's, that's what we did. Bring our fishing rod. 
so that is something that I still remember. That was a that was a fun part of of doing research. You know, beside beside being more serious on the you know insect part. You know, right. <laughs> All right. Let's go for a very quick break. On the show with me today is Professor Dr. Azar Ismail, Vice Chancellor at Nila University. We will continue this conversation after these messages. Keep it here on Redefining Success, BFM 89.9. Welcome back to Redefining Success. I'm Dashan Johan, and on the show with me today is Professor Dr. Azar Ismail, Vice Chancellor at Nila University. He was also recently awarded the US Alumni Impact Award at Macy's Homecoming Gala 2023. So, Prof, now you completed your undergraduate degree at uh, University of California and your graduate degrees at Washington State University. I'm wondering how did um, you know? studying abroad how did your international education um shape your career and i'm wondering if it also shaped your perspectives or your approach to entomology yeah uh, thank you um i think uh, before we went i went to to the states uh, mm-hmm. i think is uh, at least we have some knowledge you know uh, in in terms of the geography of of of, of the us or northern america from our our uh, secondary school And uh, it happened that I went. My first stop was at in California, uh, where we all seems to know a lot about California. Uh, the the point is that I I when I went there, uh, the mission was to accomplish. I mean, to get the degree. You know, I mean, to do well. I mean, because of course, at the same time, your parents, my parents, always say, hey, make sure that you go there and study that kind of thing. Right. I mean, that thought is is something that the priority of your mind. You know, nothing more, nothing less. So, uh, because of that, and and at the same time, I also being sponsored by Mardi, and I know that when I come back, I I'll be doing research and and as, as a scientist. So, my thought is that okay, I have to study hard, and and at the same time. I have to acquire whatever knowledge, uh, be it in theoretical kind of background, whatever, that will put me as a good scientist when I come back. Mm. And very well, I like the you know, the US system of education because of the liberal education system. And I don't know about in Malaysia, but nowadays uh, uh, in Malaysia is a bit different. In US, is the being liberal that means you can explore and you can take. Any classes that you want, so by having having that that flexibility, apart from my uh, core requirements for my entomology uh, program, I have to take you know any many related classes uh, that can prepare me uh, as a good scientist. Mm. So what other things I have to take a lot of statistics, uh, uh, and then I have to take uh, computer science, which I don't think I like initially, <laughs> you know. But then realizing that re- realizing that these 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 subjects these classes are very important when mm-hmm. I come back, uh, especially especially statistic. You know, no doubt when you are a scientist you can consult with the statistician. But I don't want to do that. I want to prepare myself as a complete person. You know, so that when I started my research and I, I uh, get my data and then at the same time I can analyze by myself. Mm-hmm. And of course you have to consult some people. But, but Having being a and when I was doing my PhD, my minor was in statistics, so that really helped uh, myself when to prepare myself when I come back as as, as a scientist. And 
very honestly, uh, I, for you know, we have we were supposed to take these, these classes in Tomoji the department. They have a lot of classes for the undergraduate and advanced undergraduate graduate students at the same time. I basically, you know, the major advisor said, uh, our academic advisor said, you know, you take these other classes and then you graduate. No, I, I don't want to do that. I want to take a lot of classes, especially at <laughs> Davis, you know, and then uh, with many of the classes I took there over there. And then when I went up to Washington State, right. uh, there were a few more classes that I think I should take, especially one area which I think is the sex taxonomy, you know. Uh, when you want to work with insect, you want to know what insect is that, isn't it? Right. Without knowing the, the name of the insect, I mean, you were shooting in the dark. So that is a very important uh, subject that we are supposed to take. So I took both adult taxonomy and also the immature immature insect taxonomy. You have, when you're at the larval stage or the egg stage you know, or people stage, you want to know what insect is this or what species is this. That, that is, is very important. That class really taught me. And apart from that, uh, another thing that I remember when I, was, I went up to Washington State for my, uh, my master's, my advisor, major advisor, he was a quantitative entomologist, you know, entomologist right. where he's do, doing a lot of population dynamic you know, and, and my major was uh, specialization was insect ecology, theoretical and applied. So got to you know use a lot of these calculus and and, com- and my programming. At that time, I think way back in eighty four, we were just knowing these pro for trend four, you know, or basic. Right. Uh, like now we have Python, everything, you know, the, the programming language. But those days are just for trend, and I said I I didn't had this during my undergraduate, and he said I, I teach you in one, within one week, which I think is incredible, incredible. Are you, are you sure? Crazy to one week, but somehow uh, through times I realized that these are the important things you know uh, that require to be a scientist, and the flexibility or right. the liberal education system in US that really helps a lot preparing me you know as a scientist coming back here. So I, I'm basically I was independent. Uh, uh, I don't have to. Uh, disturb other people, you know. But of course, some some discussions that, that, that is required, but not to the extent of I need to help help someone else. Uh, someone else have to help me in this, uh, or the other guys have to help me. So I'm basically almost complete, you know. I mean, as a scientist, that's what my thought. So you got to know the theory, you got to know how to analyze it, the analytical, uh, uh, you know, things, and then uh, writing the results. So that 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 is. What really helped me as far as academic, but in terms of, uh, you know, U.S. is the culture is cultural hotspot because there's so many ethnic groups over there. You know? Right. And then while I was in California, you have uh, it's, it's called cosmopolitan. You know, uh, we are very close to Sacramento. You know, and and we as far as food is concerned, there's no issues at all because <laughs> we have a lot of oriental foods over all there. Right. And then uh, at the same time, you know. Uh, we had a chance to visit places during the uh, breaks, and one thing for sure that we are close, quite close to Reno. <laughs> 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 so, so every time you know after the quarter break, that's the place where we, we went up there, and then, you know, a few Malaysians were studying at Nevada at that time. So, at least that's how we. And then apart from that, the schools also organized these trips. You know, uh, we had a chance to visit the you know Central Valley where they have a lot of this agriculture, uh, catering for the major population of US uh, vegetable especially and also when it, when, when I went out into West, Western State that's where there are a lot of apples you know and that's where uh, I enjoyed much uh, in terms of apple picking you know and, and there's a time when 
we we had a luxury of a lot of this apple pie at home <laughs> because at that time my my family was there. Right. So those those are the kind of things that I th- I had a good times, you know, and beside a personal kind of uh, reward uh, experience, and at the same time also uh, preparing myself to 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 you know be a scientist back home. And this and as I was mentioning to you earlier, you know, when you were there, I was there. I think I can see I could see the perspective back home. What are the areas are needed, especially in agriculture. And then, well, at that time, I was already associated with cocoa. So I can see what are the things that are very much needed in the area of uh, cocoa entomology uh, back home. And, well, that's how it started, you know, a lot uh, myself into coming up with innovative ideas on how to manage insect of cocoa. That's how it Prof, what motivated you? And I'm wondering, what were you doing before you took on the role of the Vice-Chancellor at Nila University? And what motivated you to take on this role? And what are your aspirations for the universities? Uh, when I was a graduate student at, in the States, you know, uh, the, thing, the fun thing is that uh, we always have this intellectual di- discourse. Right. Uh, between the graduate students and also the professors uh, on certain topics of the contem- whether it's contemporary or the traditional or conventional, and 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 there was one area that we would we were I still remember until now where people dis- discussing the dogma whether they say that uh, stability create diversity or diversity create stability. So right. which one comes first? Right. Oh, uh, it's something like chicken and egg, you know. Right. Right. It, 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 you know, of course, there's one side of saying that oh, stability must come first, and the other side will say that oh, diversity have to come first. Then we can have this 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 uh, situation. But the debate, the discussion between these two groups, you know, it was it never ends. It, it continues <laughs> on and on and on, just on that particular topics. And and everybody was trying to champion or coming up with the ideas and from theoretical background. And then from this, this similar thing goes to this. That really, uh, I like to see, I mean, I, my life. You know, I like to see, uh, in, this is something, this, the, the phenomenon happening. We want to know what, what was the reason, especially in nature, you know, mm-hmm. uh, in insect. And why are they behaving that way? Why are they, uh, you know, attacking the insect and attacking the plants? So that inspired me to share my knowledge. Uh, when I was in in Kokobot, I shared my knowledge, first hand information to the farmers. You right. know, I even go went to the, the the field, you know, without without them knowing I was already in the field. And they were surprised, you know, hey, this is the, the general was in the field. But that hands on kind of things, you know, really uh, helped. Same thing when I went to uh, I took this responsibility, and that intellectual uh, ambient, you know, or, or academic ambient that really helped me to continue on with the uh, uh, intellectuality. You know. But in this, in, this, in this case, I want to impart my knowledge you know, to, to, to the, the young people. And then, so that, I'm not saying that they should be like me, but at least guide them. I, I know young people nowadays is different from my old school. You know? <laughs> uh, so, so they need to be guided or, 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 or even let them explore. But uh, at the same time, we have to nurture them in the right direction in such a way that they could be a, you know, a successful person in the future. And that's where I think through the university campus and that really 
I could you know help to impart my knowledge further to the kids, to the young, to the young student, and by having the uh, you know uh, personal interaction with them, and I was telling them most of the time, say that you know my door is always open, uh, you can just drop by and discuss with me, you know, intellect on on the intellectual kind of things. But not not your personal thing, you know. So so that that's the thing. So that you can come. That's the thing. But but the point is, that I want to encourage them. You know, um, is uh, interaction, right? Yeah, so that's the thing, you know. So uh, somehow it's not that successful yet. But you know, knowing the the kids, they uh, the Malaysians, especially they are quite shy, you know, and they thought, oh, you cannot see the VC. I said, no, this VC is different. <laughs> <laughs> so that is something. What inspired me to 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 take up the restaurant? Right. Besides, you know, apart from that intellectual kind of thing, is ambient. Uh, the campus is very near to my house. <laughs> <laughs> That's always a wonderful bonus. Yeah, exactly, it's a yeah, wonderful. Yeah, bonus. If it is somewhere else, I don't think I might want because you know, uh, it's, 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 it's at this age. I think I would I want to enjoy my life at the same time. Uh, at same time, so by the same time, you know, helping the young ones. So. How can you tell me about some of the initiatives or or changes? Um, you talked a little bit about the the sort of philosophical change you you want to implement in 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 uh, in the university, Nila University, where you say you know people can come to talk to you, debate, yeah. have intellectual discourse. Um, apart from that, are there any other um, initiatives that you have um, implemented at Nila to enhance teaching yeah. and even research? Yeah, at at, at the you know at the university level, I I came in. Uh, in 2020, right in the middle of the MCO, mm-hmm. so when come to the face kind of face face to face kind of things, uh, it, it's totally no no at that time. So we have to adjust ourselves, you know, um, and but in the same time we have to teach our, our our students anyway. So that's the time when we start thinking how we're going to do it, and I mean technology that really helped, and and online that's the time when start everything was online, and then. Uh, we start looking at it. For, I mean, uh, once the MCO is not there right now, I mean, the border is open and everything. So we start coming up. It, maybe this is a, one of the ways to go about, you know, and then so that besides just giving to our our students, maybe we can offer our call, our program at the same time to other, other you know, any, any other part of the world because through the connection of the technology. So my uh, uh, philosophy now, or, or principle now, is to use the technology how we incorporate the technology in our daily teaching and at the same time in research. So as far as teaching is concerned, we are coming up with uh, a number of programs that they call it ODL or on, uh, online distance and distance learning where uh, the students, the mature students especially, you know, who want to upskill their, 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 their knowledge can take without leaving their, their job anyway. So with some, many of them are in, in MBA, you know, and which is quite easy to implement in, in online distance. But we also coming up with, uh, you know, in terms of uh, software engineering and at the same time, so uh, in nursing. So we have two faculties in Eli University, uh, Faculty of Environment Engineering, Science and Technology, and also Faculty of uh, Management and uh, this uh, hospitality right. and also uh, uh, humanities. So, so that is the things that we are doing. One is online and, and, and then with respect to the te- uh, program, we are coming up with the futuristic program. Hmm. And then again, the technology come in. And I was talking with uh, many of them. We come up with what is, I mean, you cannot predict the future, but, but you can at least see what how the future is going to be. 
and the future is technology. I think uh, so. We come up with programs such as you know financial technology, where you know people are using a lot of blockchain technology, you know, you know, to do in all sorts of areas, whether in in warehousing, whether in entertainments or in agriculture. And another aspect is that we are using uh, this you know unmanned aerial vehicle. Mm-hmm. We have we have a school of aircraft maintenance. So that is um, besides doing this regular maintenance kind of thing. We want to expand into these areas you know, technology where the future, you know, instead of the grab guy sending your food in, in front of your gate, is the drone that come in and drop <laughs> your, your food at your gates. All right. So do, those are the kind of things that I inspire to have, uh, to have in the future, you know, for, for, for the students. So the, the, the word now is, or the items now is the futuristic. And, and of course, you know, to have this kind of programs, uh, besides having good quality, I want, uh, we have to have uh, resources, especially the lecturers. And the last thing that I, I, I need, I want to have this at the university, by having all these resources and the programs or whatever, is that it will be one day, uh, in the university, even though it's a private university, but it's, it's the talk of the town where or the choice of the students who want to come uh, and get a good education. So that's what my thoughts. Absolutely. And, you know, a couple of times um, through, throughout this conversation, um, especially when you talked about um, you learning, um, uh, pursuing your educations overseas, um, you talked about one of the things that, that um, really stands out to you about um, studying in, a, in the US is how, their liberal approach to education. I'm wondering if you have trying to or you have tried to sort of take that approach and implement it um, within your university. Yeah, one area I think is uh, what I'm trying to push forward is mm-hmm. the leadership. Right. You know, preparing uh, our students once or alumni when they, they graduate, they are, that can add value to them and at the same time increase their employability chances, you know. Uh, yeah, we have this program, we call it uh, MPU, Mata Pelajaran Umum, which is the general uh, subject for the school. And in this Category of subject, we have uh, one particular area which is leadership building and which involves uh, attending the outward bound school, you know, in, in Lumut. That's where you can, even though it's a short time, but at least it build your characters over there. I've been there before, you know, when mm. I was young. And then uh, sometimes also we have other uh, opportunities like, you know, having having a golf course beside our, our campus, you know, being in, under the same uh, holding. So that helps a lot. And then we also give the opportunities for our students to participate in this. So in another way, we introduce them to this, we call it golf diplomacy, maybe they know in the future, you know, <laughs> of being in the corporate sectors. Right. Uh, so so that we introduce them at that level and then uh, give them the added value. Another aspect is that, uh, you know, we, uh, one area uh, is, uh, we call it rhetoric or public speaking. And uh, that is something that, I think it might help the student, you know, especially some people have the stage fright or this kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So that public speaking uh, will help them at least a lot, you know, in, in preparing themselves for the future, uh, especially when you are, you just come into the job market and then you're trying to project yourself, you know. So that is, we want to uh, prepare themselves. So they will, not, they, will not, they will not be, oh, this is something new to me, you know. So that is something that I think uh, what I like, or in fact we have been doing for our our, our students in Nila universities. 
What advice would you have for aspiring entomologists especially? But since you are also now a vice-chancellor, you oversee many different courses. It's not just the, the course yeah. that you are most passionate about. Um, what advice would you give for people looking to make um, a significant impact in their fields and, and communities, especially if they're entomologists? I, I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's passionate. Mm. Passion. Uh, whenever, whatever areas that you want to delve yourself into, I think that, that, that passion must be there. And another thing is that uh, you have, must, must have a dream, you know, what you want to be. And then once you set your dream, uh, whatever things that come along the way, you can, have, you can adjust yourself in order to achieve that, that, that dream. And apart from that, it's of course, you have to be focused. Or, mm-hmm. or if, you know, you have a lot of distract, detractors, you know, or, or distraction that, that might disturb you a bit. But you have to come back to your right path, you know, because your priority is, is the destination that you want, you have set. Right. So that is something for the young people. And at the same time, prepare yourself in terms of knowledge, you know. Uh, if you want to be successful, I don't think, uh, you know, with limited knowledge, you might be successful. You have to have some kind of basic knowledge in the areas that you want to do. But that's not necessarily that you know entomology, they cannot go into engineering or whatever, you know, or, or even management. So, but this is the basic thing. So once you step in, and then when you, later on, when you want to expand and address, it's a different story. So, but, right. but the very first thing, you must have a dream. And then prepare yourself, get the necessary information and knowledge, and 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 prepare yourself for that. So that is something I think. Uh, and another things which I think, look at someone as a mentor, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because there from there you can learn. Uh, of course, nowadays with a lot of these um, the mentor from Google, but then, <laughs> but then, uh, this this is a personal thing that you something that you can it can help you uh, to carry yourself, you know, in in uh, something like a mentor for you, you know, uh, that help you to achieve whatever you inspire to be, you know. That's what my my thought. Doctor Azar, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much. That was Professor Dr. Azar Ismail, Vice-Chancellor at Nila University. If you missed any part of this conversation, you can also check us out on podcasts. We're available on the BFM app, bfm.my, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm Dashan Johan, and this has been Redefining Success, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.